Welcome to the North Group Podcast. At North Group, we are often invited into organizations to influence leadership and organizational behavior. It is absolutely fascinating work. I'm your host, Roger North, and we'd like to invite you into that conversation. There is a lot of interesting things happening in the business environment right now. Just almost like a confluence, a coming together of events that maybe, Craig, you and I haven't necessarily seen in the same combination in our business career, and it's creating some really interesting dynamics, uh, mostly positive for a lot mm-hmm. of the businesses mm-hmm. we're dealing with, but at the same time we want to recognize it's been the last 18 months have been very hard on some other businesses. And so we find ourselves having conversations that have some new elements to them. Yeah. And for the past several podcasts, we've been dealing with what we call idioms, which are mm-hmm. common sayings that uh, we deconstructed. We had a lot of fun with that. But we're going to move on to maybe another season of the podcast and really talk about what we're hearing out there. So Craig Sloniger, my partner, my great friend, is here with me today to just talk about some things that we're learning as we, uh, as we converse with our clients. One of our fundamentals, Craig, I'm sure you would agree with this, but if you want to modify it at all, fine, is that, and we'll go back, I'll go back to an idiom here, is that prescription before diagnosis is malpractice. Yes. Yeah. And we, we've talked about that one before. Mm-hmm. But for us, that would mean to go into any situation with, a, with an organization and assume that we had the answer mm-hmm. would be flat out wrong, and mm-hmm. we just simply are not going to take that approach. So the approach we would generally take would be what? I mean, how would you describe it? Well, I, I think the approach we would take with some of the challenges that we're hearing on a consistent basis is, is really an active listening mm. approach. And, and that active listening is, is to take a posture of curiosity. It's asking good questions. And it's also challenging assumptions. Um, when we hear people um, say, you know what, we just can't do it this way, mm-hmm. or that's not the way we've ever done it before, mm-hmm. I think it's our role to challenge that a mm-hmm. little bit. It may be correct, but at least we're challenging those assumptions from what we're hearing. So you, you, that's the type of thing we might hear from time to time. How would you generally go about challenging that? Like some, somebody says, oh, we, we can't do that. We, we've never done that in our history. Yeah. I, I, I think um, sometimes people do it just as a natural reaction to something. And so mm-hmm. right away they say, we can't do it. And... And what we want to do is make people think about that a little bit more. What if we did it differently? Mm -hmm. Um, Will we get to a different result? And right now, listening to um, both clients and people in the business community, there are three things that are being talked about repeatedly over and over again. So you're hearing three consistent themes when you start conversations? and It, It usually goes to one of three places real quick. Okay. We are having a hard time recruiting employees. Okay. And, um, we all know about that when we're we seeing know that. Yeah. It's in every industry. Yeah. It's happening all over the place. And, of course, the hospitality industry, since they were closed down for a period of time, are really challenged with that, sure. that piece. So that's one that is uh, really uh, at the forefront of people's mind. And then, of course, right beside that is... How do we retain good employees, mm-hmm. too? Mm-hmm. They're companions, aren't they? They are companions yeah. because, uh, as I remind our clients, as we work at organizational development, all of your employees are being recruited right now. We have got to have our culture right, and we've got to have supervisors that treat people well. 
Um, so that, that's the first thing that comes mm -hmm. out. The second thing I'm hearing is just the challenges with the supply chain. Um, again, this is hitting almost every industry. We can't get components like we used to get components. Um, you know, it's taking longer to, we've got all this business coming in and it's taking longer uh, to schedule things out because the supply chain's been disrupted. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing, which kind of overlays all of that, is just a physical and emotional exhaustion. Is that right? You're hearing a good bit of that? I am. I just Do people I, boy, say that directly or do they infer that? They infer it with, boy, I'm just tired. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. This isn't as much fun as it used to be. Mm -hmm. And, and, and which isn't surprising because, you know, usually we, we had our routines and we knew how things functioned and that's all been turned upside down mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. When you uh, are referring to the second thing that you're hearing, the, I'll put quotes around it, yep. the supply chain, mm -hmm. you're really using that, aren't you, to talk about the broad issue of just stitching together everything that we need to stitch together to serve our customers or clients. Yes, that's right. So uh, included in that would be how rapidly pricing is changing. Yes. That, that would be in there somewhere. Yes. That's a supply chain issue, even if you're in uh, a service industry. That's right. So let's not limit it to just, uh, you know, October's coming, people are going to, want to rake their lawns and I, and I can't get any, any rakes to stock my mm -hmm. store. That, mm -hmm. that might be a problem, very well could be a problem, mm -hmm. um, but we're talking about something broader than that. That's right. So one of the things that's really interesting uh, in, in our business, and I, I think we do a pretty good job of this, but you can comment on it at North Group, is not delving into or being overly advisory in areas in which we do not have direct expertise yeah so example i have a client that is a large distributor mm -hmm. uh, of a mm -hmm. certain type of uh, field of products and obviously much of their time is taking is taken up by just trying to find product for their customers their customers are crying out for it they have demand like they've never had before which generally would say hey what a great problem to have mm -hmm. i have excess mm -hmm. demand i used to say to a client years ago <laughs> excess demand is a beautiful thing in this case, um, it's still a good thing that people want to do business yes, with you. That's right. But if you can't fulfill it, that is really, really frustrating. And that's when the pressure just starts to rise. Which probably gives way to yeah. the other two that's uh, right. uh, issues that you identify, which maybe we'll talk about later. Um, but, but on the supply chain issue, it's tempting, for me I know, I don't know about you, to start to go down the path of how to solve a supply chain issue. And then I remind myself, hey, I'm never going to know as much about how to source those pieces, those elements, those components, those final goods and products. I'm never going to know that um, as much about that as my clients. But I may have a role in helping them do that the right way. Mm -hmm. Would you see it that way? And do you get pulled into those types of conversations? Yeah, naturally, because I love operations too. Mm, yeah. You get pulled into that and you're right. We're not the experts in everyone's business. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. mean, we look at them as saying, hey, you are the experts. Mm -hmm. And there are probably very few people that know more about this business than you do. Mm -hmm. 
you know. So, so we recognize that expertise. I think, Roger, how I see our role at, at North Group, which really is attractive to our clients, is, is a role of um, continuing to look at how can we be the best leaders we can be mm-hmm. in the situation mm-hmm. we're in, mm-hmm. and how can we continue to develop organizations. And so when I think about the supply chain issue, I think of, well, what is the right leadership behavior? What are the core values mm-hmm. that we want to keep pointing back to? Okay. And both of those things should create relational capital, both with our vendors and with our customers. Wow. And how about internally? Well, internally with our employees, absolutely. Because when you think about the contrary to an organization that does not monitor their leadership behaviors Mm -hmm. and does not have a solid sense of core values, uh, it becomes a very reactive culture. And so you're on the phone and the customer's frustrated. Then the owner becomes frustrated. And then guess who takes the brunt of that, mm-hmm. maybe? Mm-hmm. Our employees or our vendors. Mm-hmm. And that's when you burn bridges, and that's when what is a real frustration grows into a much bigger frustration. So we might be in the position of reminding them about what the great disciplines are of a, mm-hmm. of a growing, healthy organization. And we would think of them, number one, as build and maintain a strong, cohesive leadership team. Yes. Secondly, we would think of them as determining and reinforcing organizational clarity. And third, we would think of them as uh, communicating that organizational clarity first to our uh, employees and secondarily out to all those other constituencies that we affect. And naturally, when we get under pressure, we forget some of those disciplines. That's right. So part of our role as organizational health and development consultants would be to say, hey, this is the time when you need to be most mm-hmm. focused on those mm-hmm. things. And so it reminds me of a, of a role that we can continue to play. And it's just in a conversation very, very recently where and this, this client was handling this really well, but there, there's a, a, a VP on the business development end who is bringing in opportunity after opportunity after opportunity and if he's not careful he's going to get really frustrated with the conversation he's having with the product guy who is saying hey it's great that you're bringing in all these opportunities but you might as well stop because i can't fulfill any of these orders and if we're not careful those two guys think that they're now on opposite sides yes that's right equation and in that start to throw stones at each other. That's right. When that's not at all what we need, and it violates some of the principles, all of the principles, if you will, of building a strong, cohesive leadership team and leaning on your organizational clarity. And and along with that is also encouraging business planning. Mm, Okay. Um, And and this could be a one-year plan. It could be a two- or three-year plan. But to have some sort of idea of where we're headed together as a group Mm -hmm. as opposed to where we're going individually and uh, the pressures we have individually, but if we know where the group is going, where our company is going, that also can take some of the pressure off. And Roger, I'm reminded of the, uh, even the go forward plan that we encourage people to do, coming out of a real tough stretch last year, um, when, when business was shut down or closed down and we said, hey, 
you got to get together with your team and you've got to start planning even on a short-term basis of how this might look different. The same thing that can happen with supply chain issues too, be it pricing pressure, be it availability of goods, is okay, this is our reality. How do we take steps to get out of that? And how do we lean into that relational capital we have with employees, customers, and our vendors? And I think it's an important time too. We, we're talking about uh, some of these organizational disciplines, which the two leading organizational disciplines I already mentioned, which would be build and maintain a strong cohesive leadership team. Well, this is when a leadership team mm -hmm. needs to be spending more time together, and yet the temptation is to say, we can't have that planning meeting this month. We can't have that leadership team meeting this month. Right. I got to be on phone, on the phone with these vendors. I got to be on phone with the container ship that's stuck in the Suez Canal. You know, I got to solve this problem here mm -hmm. and now. That can wait for later. And we understand those urgencies. We have them too. Mm -hmm. But it's also the time when we need to be together and make sure that the BD guy, the business development salesperson, and the sourcing guy are not starting to blame yes. each other That's right. for less than desirable results when really we're talking about a problem that exists outside the organization that's affecting us inside the organization. It's the time at which we need the most teamwork. That's the time when your cohesion really pays off. But it's often the time when we're saying, hey, we don't have time to get together. we got to solve real-time problems in here. And that's the discipline, really, of, of keeping your normal practices yeah. going. Yeah. Um, Which is not easy to do. No, it's not, because you're trying to create time. Yes. And you're trying to create yeah. time by solving the immediate problem as opposed to create time by having a good plan in place. I think the second one, too, we call it determine organizational clarity, but you referred to it already. It's what's our mission? What's our reason for being in business? Yeah. What's our why? And then secondly, how do we behave and how we get there, our core values. And again, when you're under pressure, yes, and lots of our clients are, you're hearing it, mm -hmm. you introduced it, that's when those things begin to maybe suffer a little if we're not really reminding each other of it. And I, I, I was listening to a story the other day, one of my... Clients is a sourcing guy mm -hmm. uh, within a distribution company. And he said to me, he said, Roger, we're working really hard on getting our unfair share of what's out there in terms of product. And I said, say more about that. Mm -hmm. He said, well, he said, if our vendors just look at it and say, well, we have X percentage to give to company A, X percentage to give to company B, and X percentage of company C, I take it on myself to say, hey, let's look at the history of the relationship between our company and you, Mr. Manufacturer. Yep. What has produced the most benefit? And in that case, that company has produced greater sales, has produced greater gross margin, has, has put less pressure on the manufacturers to deal with technical issues because they have their own technical staff. And so he's going back and reminding them of that in hopes of getting what he calls their unfair share of the amount of product that's out there and being very successful. I have nothing to do with that and maybe not a whole lot of coaching to give mm -hmm. to. What I am asking him is, in doing that, are you honoring mm -hmm. the corporate values? Mm -hmm. Are the conversations you have reflective of how you have committed to behave with each other? Now, fortunately, this guy's just terrific. This, this guy that I'm thinking of that I just met with the other day. He, he always has that in the front of his mind, and uh, 
but I think that's the time when, again, we as consultants who can think about those things because we're not burdened by that's right. getting yep. into, hey, I think I can help you get that container ship through the Suez Canal. Well, you and I don't have any special expertise in that. But what we do have a grounding in is how can we use this time to build cohesion? How can we use this time to reinforce that even under pressure, yep. we're in alignment with the commitments we've made in this organization? And, and that is just a perfect story of, again, using the relationships you've built over many years and then calling upon those mm -hmm. at this a time like this saying, mm -hmm. hey, don't forget about what we've built together. Mm -hmm. And um, it's an interesting phrasing, our unfair share yeah. of uh, limited resources. And first when he said it, I thought, mm, I better ask some questions. And again, yeah. I didn't jump right on that. I, said, oh, I don't really like that phrase. He said, hey, tell me more what you meant. And when he described it, I thought, okay, I see where he's headed. And I thought, what's, what's my role in this? Can I be helpful to this gentleman this all? And it was to ask him, hey, how are you going about doing that? And yeah. could you look me in the eye and say, I'm doing that in alignment with the commitments, in their case, core values, mm -hmm. that this company's put in place. And when he said yes, I said, yeah, keep on doing what you're doing because you're serving your customers really well. Yeah, yeah very so good. That was fun. So um, going back to where you started, uh, our role as consultants is really to get people thinking, get them in alignment with their commitments organizationally. And you have uncovered some things by asking some simple questions that is getting you to three common responses. That's right. And, and, and also, I would add to that, reminding them. Okay. Always reminding them, hey, this is who we are. This is how we go about our work. And, uh, and this is the plan we have in front of us. Now, we might have to adjust it, but just to continue to remind them of those three things as they tackle the employee issue, the supply chain issue, and the leadership exhaustion yeah, issue. yeah. And we talked a little bit about, you know, how you would honor your corporate mission and values and build a strong, cohesive leadership team amidst supply chain challenges. I think I'm going to take those other two issues and maybe flip them into our, into our next podcast, because I think employee recruiting and leadership exhaustion uh, could, could produce a really good conversation. Yeah, that's excellent, because those are huge pieces that uh, everyone's trying to get their hands around right yeah, now. Yeah, thanks, Craig. I think you're putting in front of us here today something that a, a whole lot of our listeners are probably experiencing, and I hope we are helpful with it. Thanks for listening to the North Group Podcast. For more information about North Group Consultants, please visit northgroupconsultants.com.